Hello and welcome to another episode of the Q&A series. So on this episode, I'm going to be discussing the appropriateness of intensity, frequency, training splits and everything regarding training intensity when it comes to returning to training after a prolonged period of time away from the gym. So on recording, we are currently midway through still lockdown within uh, the UK because of COVID-19. So it's one of those things that there are many, many, many people all the way across the world that are very much itching and keen to get back to training within a gym environment. But the critically important thing is going to be the appropriate intensity and the appropriate way to go about this. So temptation will be high to jump into doing things that we've done previously and to return to quite a high intensity quite early on. So you could argue that, well, I've not done anything for ages, so my body's feeling great. And as a result, I feel like I can go in and sort of, you know, really test the limits and everything. And to a degree that does make sense. But on the same time, if you haven't been training for a prolonged period of time, then you're not going to be in a position to really reach out and hit peaks within your training intensity. So the best place to look at it is know exactly where you are now. Everyone will be slightly different with how much they've been able to do and how much they have been training during this lockdown period. Or, you know, if we're looking away from this, away from kind of the current situation as when this was uh, filmed and recorded, then we're going to be in a position where, well, if you've completely had a period of time off from training, whatever reason it may be, thinking, okay, well, how active have I been within that period of time? So if you've, um, if you've hit some kind of training here and there, whether it be light body weight stuff, yoga, active recovery work and things like this, then fantastic, that's great. It's having a look at then the appropriateness of what you then do with the application of your training as you return. So as I mentioned, it's not gonna be appropriate for us to go in really, really heavy and very eagerly approaching things that we have been able to do previously. So something that can be quite of a, um, a more of a, uh, a conscious and um, sort of a mental barrier is the fact that we are aware of what we can achieve and we know what we have been able to achieve previously, whether it's to do with numbers, physique, body fat, whatever your, your, your main focus is um, when it comes to training. So we know what we can achieve. So therefore, as a result, we think, okay, well, I'll just go in and I'll do that again. But it's absolutely vital that we have a period of time of, to rebuild. So if we're looking at, say, for example, if you're in a position where during a period of time away from training, you've done nothing at all, all right, then you think, you know what, I'm going to go back in and I'm going to go in and sort of like hit some relatively heavy deadlifts and stuff like this. You know what you're capable with with that movement pattern, but it's not going to be appropriate for you to be going anywhere near sort of like 100%, nowhere near it um, from an early period of time when you return. So it's a case of having a look at as well, then the variation of the movement patterns that you're doing. All right. So if we're looking at a deadlift and say the end game and the, the main movement pattern you do for that and the main movement variation, sorry, that you do for a deadlift is a full barbell deadlift with conventional grip and conventional stance, then you're thinking, OK, cool. Well, what can I do over a couple of week period on a phased return back to that movement pattern where it's still doing it? But the intensity is not going to be as high and it's allowing me to kind of reintroduce the movement pattern to make sure everything's firing on all cylinders. So you could have a look at a go back swing you could have a look at things like a Romanian deadlift, um, looking at different tools like a kettlebell deadlift, stuff like this, where you can just really ensure that everything's in position and, and firing as it should do. 
Okay, so this is looking more so at the specifics of the different variations that you could look to use within training exercises themselves. But then when it comes down to the frequency, so how many times a week, again, that's massively going to tie into where you are currently with how much time you have available. Um, so there's no one right answer for that. But what I would highly recommend is looking at when it comes to a training split itself, either having a full body setup. So hitting a bit of everything each training session or upper and lower split at the absolute um, most for the amount of different training days that you have. And I think it's massively important that you then go into it and look from a, a standpoint of more so the quality of the movement. So how well am I moving here as opposed to what you're actually moving? Think about the weight as being almost irrelevant. So of course, we still want you to be testing yourself adequately um, but we don't want you to be going balls out straight up to sort of like your, your highest intensity. So you need to have that period of time to rebuild and you're only going to be in a far better position by doing that instead of going in quite high intensity, looking to return to pretty much picking up back, you know, back up where you left off. Of course, as already mentioned, this is going to be massively personal and very circumstantial to each individual. So you need to know and be in check with where you have been with regards to your training. So if, like I said, if you've done nothing at all, then the, the phase up needs to be a lot more gradual and scaled. If you've been doing bits and bobs and you've been still kind of doing some kind or element of resistance training, then sure, you could look at going in slightly higher um, with the intensity, but still by no means at your full working capacity. So it's just looking at being sensible with that, using a sort of more relatable kind of analogy, if you think, if you've been out of practice with anything in life, say for example, we're staying kind of on the fitness side of things and we're looking at sport, right? So say, I love football, using myself as an example. Um, I used to play a lot when I was younger, but I don't play at all really now. Say for example, if I wanted to get back to playing like at a very amateur level, playing 11 side football, I would have to practice. and I'd have to gradually work things back up and I'd have to focus on sort of just certain aspects of my game and what I needed to do before going straight into a full 11 side game for 90 minutes because it would be way too intense for me. I'd be putting myself in a really challenging position because I'd probably end up feeling like I'm a little bit out of my depth and it would be, it can have a real negative effect sort of from a psychological standpoint as well. And just think, you know, you want to be in a position where you feel you're allowing yourself adequate chance to build back up and you're not throwing yourself in at the deep end with regards to how much you're expecting from your training. So if you're expecting yourself to go in and be hitting heights that you've hit before when you've not trained for a long period of time, then it's something that you may be setting yourself up for a bit of a, um, a hard time and way more challenging than it needs to be. It's taking comfort in the fact that you've achieved those things previously with the previous heights that you've done and knowing that you can get back to them okay but also then having a, a, a being at peace and having an understanding for where you are currently all right because if you've had a period of time out from training it'll be for a valid reason all right there would have been things that have gone on but it is a case of just having a look at the importance and ensuring that you're getting everything phased back up as appropriate so you're not just going balls to the walls straight in heavy and, and um, super intense. As much as I expect when the gyms do reopen, um, a lot of us are gonna be very tempted to do that. That first session back is gonna be very euphoric and uh, very, very exciting for sure, I have no doubts. But it needs to be something that's very much scaled and appropriate. You don't wanna be doing yourself over in the long run. So like I said, key kind of points, having an understanding of where you currently are is massively important. 
and then choose the appropriateness of the intensity from there. When it comes to training days, I would look at what fits in for you, but maybe three, four days absolute tops would probably be plenty, okay? And then with regards to training splits, personally I'm a big fan of full body regardless of the circumstance, but away from full body, have a look at a maximum of an upper and a lower body split. So splitting training days into upper and lower body, um, so sort of like half body splits. Anything more than either full body or a half body split will be in a position where really the amount of frequency and the intensity will probably be a little bit off from what we need. All right, so have a look at where you are now and then look at building back up as appropriate, but also just keeping yourself in check 